This episode of Fort Worth Famous is brought to you by Geist Note, the Jerry Jonestown Massacre Podcast, and Plastic Object Photography. And now, here are two California girls who have become Fort Worth Famous, Ivy Anderson and Susie Ramone! Welcome to Fort Worth Famous. Ivy, can you turn down my headphones a little bit? No kidding. <laughs> Thank you. That's much better. Appreciate it. Sorry. I didn't mean to yell. If I yelled, I apologize, everyone. I'm Susie. And I'm Ivy. And I don't have my show notes again. We are on episode 10 of Fort Worth Famous. Yeah, that's crazy. It is a little crazy, but I'm having so much fun. Me too. Okay. fan. Fantastic. So, it is Sunday afternoon in the treehouse. It's actually a beautiful day in Texas. It's going to be in the 80s. And I'm I'm very happy. We had over 24 hours of rain, which really kind of dampened my soul a little bit. You know what was so crazy is we went to Brian's house, I mean, from Dad's house (laughs) Uh in Plano on Uh Friday night. Mm -hmm. When I was driving to Plano beautiful when i got there beautiful by the time we lit up the grill terrible (laughs) i mean it it happened fast wow yeah no it kind of rolled in pretty quickly Mm -hmm. it it was and the the wind that that storm front brought was a little crazy i was actually a little bit worried about it like so the weekend before we had had a little bit of something happen and i woke up and there was a limb in my front yard and then this weekend that with that storm coming in on Friday, it was windy. I was a little worried, but yes, all's well then. Yesterday, when I was driving home, there was so much water on the mm-hmm. freeway. I haven't seen it that bad in like a really long time. Mm-hmm. I there were a couple times where I was legitimately like worried. The you know when the big trucks go by and it does water all over mm-hmm. your car, and then I was like. I just need to get home. <laughs> if I can just get home, I'll be fine. Yeah. I promise I won't leave again yeah. until tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Well, I, and that wasn't even true. I left again. <laughs> <laughs> I had to run to my local feed store yesterday to get some chicken eggs. The cute little old man who owns Hanley Feed, his name is Jim. He's so great. But he has a huge flock of chickens and a couple of the different a couple of the people who live there also have chickens, and they sell their eggs in the store. <laughs> so, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I go get them. I don't know. I'm sure you noticed last weekend the eggs were a variety. Yes. There, there was green, brown, white. <laughs> I did notice <laughs> and that. And then this weekend's eggs were just a, a whole bunch of different sizes. <laughs> and it cracked me up. Oh. <laughs> it's like there was no consistency. <laughs> but I like it because I take them my old... Um, my old egg carton and I trade it out and I get a new thing of eggs. Cool. But two weekends in a row with brunches, we probably won't be doing that again for a little while. No. Not till July. Our next big holiday. (laughs) (laughs) The 4th of July. Yeah. The 4th of July. Everybody's favorite. I don't see you guys on the 4th of July. No, you don't. You do your own thing. Uh, Usually you see your dad though. You guys usually go to Six Flags, Hurricane Harbor. Um, Fourth of July weekend, don't you? The weekend, maybe, but yeah. not the day of. Not n- not the day of, but usually weekend. If I have anything to say about it, I'll be at Six Flags Hurricane Harbor all summer, every weekend. <laughs> we'll have to see how that goes. That's my only goal. 
Yeah. I wonder how that'll Or I guess I'll go. be trekking out to Plano every weekend because I just need to lay by a pool mm-hmm. and be dark. Well, I don't know how dark you're going to get no matter how much you lay by a pool. Listen. You're welcome. I could. I don't think you can. I will prove it to you. Uh, no, don't. Yep. <laughs> Safely. That was, not a, that, that was not a challenge <laughs> at all. Not a challenge. Challenge accepted. No. <laughs> so... I love um, I love how we start off our show with our obsessions, and this week my first obsession is this hibiscus and lemongrass sparkling water that you gave me because you hated. I did hate it. You got it at Trader Joe's a while a ago. Whim. Yeah, on a whim. It sounded good. Yeah, and it came in a little four pack. You opened up one, didn't like it, gave it to me several weeks ago. It's, mm-hmm. It was a while ago, and I actually didn't. Um, pop one open until within the past couple of weeks. I do a Zoom happy hour with my friends on Wednesdays, and typically I'll drink whiskey and Coke because that's what I like to drink. But I was out of whiskey or something. So I popped open one of those hibiscus and lemongrass sparkling waters and added in some Dripping Springs orange vodka, and it was delicious. It was so good. It was so good. It is my... That sounds disgusting. It's going to be my summer drink of choice. I, I'm I'm going to get no. more, and Mm-mm. you can just taste mine. You tasted my peanut butter jelly today, no, didn't you? No, I didn't. You? Oh, you didn't. You kept trying to make me, and Sorry. I kept saying, no, I'm not <laughs> drinking that. It was so good. I got cranberry juice, cranberry blackberry juice, and some peanut butter whiskey, and typically you do it as a shot where you just shoot, shoot it. It tastes like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, but... I make it into a, a drink that I just sip on for a little while because I think it's so tasty. <laughs> it's yummy. What's the next thing on our obsessions list? Um, our living room dance parties that we <laughs> yes. didn't know that we were doing simultaneously. Yes. <laughs> love, I love that, actually. I really do, too. I love it. We both have sound bars that Brian gave to us. Yeah. He gave Ivy hers first, and I was a little jealous. I'm not going to lie. I was a little jealous, and so... I asked for one as well. I got mine at Christmas time. And Ivy links her phone. I do all the time. My the phone is almost always linked to my soundbar unless so, I'm watching TV. And I actually just go through my apps on my um, Fire Stick to YouTube. And I'll, oh. I'll turn on a YouTube station. And I almost always start with our boy... Um, that does sunflower. What's his name? Post Malone. Post Malone. We just literally just talked about this. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that's your first. That's your first dance. That's party my song. go-to first dance party song. Interesting. Yeah, and then almost always like Lizzo comes up and 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 uh, Drake. I don't know who all is in the. But I start with Post Malone, sunflower, and I dance with Teddy. That's cute. He's the, he's so funny because he'll be Teddy has his own chair. For those of you who don't know who Theodore is, he is the dog that lives in my house. <laughs> he doesn't belong to me, but he has been staying with me. He's my daughter's dog. Um, and he has this chair that he just loves, and he's always so comfy in it, and he just sprawls out. And I was dan- I'm, I like dance, and I sing to him. And <laughs> oh, boy. hilarious. I have a lot of fun. Those, those living room dance parties are great. Yeah, I've been having them a lot lately too. But I usually have a dance party too 
basic white girl music. And then I mix in some like pop punk. But those are my, and then, yeah, no, that's it. That's the whole list. Do you have a certain song that you start with every time? No. Okay. Mm -hmm. Usually I just go to my liked songs on Spotify. Mm -hmm. Like whichever ones I've been liking lately is Mm -hmm. what I just go for. And it'll just shuffle them through? No, I don't hit it on shuffle. I just, you know, it goes through all the ones that I've liked in in order of how I've liked. Oh, gotcha. Okay, cool. Or I'll turn on like a certain album. Like this morning it was Taylor Swift. (laughs) Such a great one. I love it. I love Taylor Swift. I know. I know. She's so good. For real. But, um, yeah. And, well, and when I was dancing around this last time, I was remembering about when Allison and I used to sock dance in the kitchen mm-hmm. in high school. Mm-hmm. Always before, like, every football game. Dance it was socks a tradition. Off dance parties. Yeah. We would go get food, and then we'd go to the house, mm-hmm. and we would blast music, and we would dance. And it was like, if we didn't do that, we were very afraid we were going to lose the football <laughs> game. <laughs> But yeah. the boys always asked us, like, what did we gone to go do? So we would say we were sock dancing. And I don't know if they thought we were just in our socks or, like, what they thought was <laughs> happening. But they'd be like, what? What's that? What's sock dancing? Can we go? Like, can we go? And so it became this thing where we were like, no, no one can go. Like, it's right. just us. Yeah. And we let their imaginations run with it. But yeah. literally, we would just kick our shoes off and, like, like breakfast club dance around yeah. the <laughs> kitchen. Aunt Tracy's the one who, who... Um, when they were living with us, she was the one who was like, let's have a dancer sock left dance party. And we, <laughs> that house in Antelope. Yeah. And we would, everybody would kick off their shoes. We'd blast the music and we would dance our socks off. <laughs> I, um, <laughs> it's weird. Like certain things will remind me of when we were little kids. Mm-hmm. And the other day I was listening to something and I don't know if it was like an eight. It must have been like an eighties, nineties playlist that I had going. Anyways, Erasure came on. I felt like this weird urge to clean my house. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that would be from when you were little, little bitty, like six or seven. That's weird. (laughs) Like that's awesome. I love that. It's so so good. But living room dance parties are good for your your mental health. Oh, for sure. Just go for it. Yeah. And act like a crazy person. Sometimes I do worry that someone's going to look up into the treehouse and see me. But eh, whatever. If you do, you do. Yeah. Yeah. Who cares? That's all right. Uh, so we've got some real housewives tea. I'm, oh my God. I, I love that we talk about reality all the time. <laughs> oh, boy. Point one for a mom joke. Thank you. So. Um, okay. Well, I, you know Remember People Scouch? Yes. Okay. Well, I still follow Emerson and Blake McIver. Mm-hmm. And Emerson was on this podcast where he was spilling it about like all this, like his takes on real on the shows that are happening right now. Uh huh. The reason I listened to it is because I wanted to hear what he had to say about the Sheena producer drama. Have you heard about this? No. Okay. So there's one of the show editors. And Mm -hmm. she was on a podcast where she said, I purposely make Sheena look stupid every episode that it's my (laughs) episode to edit. Like, I guess I didn't realize that there are certain editors and they're assigned certain episodes. And they're told, like, this is the storyline. And then somebody's job is to go through all the footage and tag everything so that they can compile all of it. Gotcha. And the editor is the one who puts puts the whole episode together. Okay. Some of them, I mean, they're all cohesive, but 
now I'm like, I'm dying to know like who edited each one and can I figure out like who it was? Mm -hmm. But she was on the podcast and she's like, I love to make her look stupid. And the reason that it even came out is because, you know, the episode where it was Stassi's um, engagement party at Lisa's house. Yes. And they showed Sheena and they kind of basically implied Sheena was hitting on Stassi's like 12 year old brother. Oh, right, 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 and right, they right. cut to the footage of Sheena saying like, uh, 21's probably the youngest I would go. Yeah. Well, obviously Sheena didn't know. Like the producer's just asking question after question when they sit down for those interviews. Oh, right, 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 so right. she didn't know that's what they were going to use it for. Oh, man. And so people were super mad because they're like, you purposely made it look like she was going to go after this like 12 little kid 15 year old little kid so then people were so anyway she was on the podcast and she said so somebody found the podcast episode she was on she apparently there's two of them they've now since been taken down but um there were two of them where she went on there and said i purposely do this and so i was listening to emerson talking about it and he was like look like Everyone knows Sheena's stupid. Right. Yeah. Everyone knows. Everyone that. knows she's dumb. And he's like, but I can appreciate that all she wants is a super hot guy to love her. And that's it. <laughs> that's all she wants in life. Super hot and, guy with a lot of money. Yeah. Well, I don't know because she goes after these guys who obviously don't have money and then she buys them these things thinking that they're gonna stick around and they never do. Oh yeah, you're right. I mean, Rob was probably the only one with money. Yeah. I just watched the episode of Vanderpump Rules where they sat down with Shay and she was like, what are you doing? She invited like half the cast over to Mm -hmm. have this like talk with him when he went missing. And then he's like, this is why we can't talk because you attack me all the time. And I was like, yikes. (laughs) (laughs) But then I listened to the other episode that Emerson was on and he was talking about the Real Housewives. Mm -hmm. And he was like, "Um, they were talking about the new... The new housewives on, uh, he called it Rahoni because I guess one of oh, the yeah. one of the producers for People's Couch didn't know the acronym, so he <laughs> called it Rahoni, and now Emerson's like, unironically, this is how this is what I say now, because the girl on the podcast was like, "What did you just say, <laughs> Rahoni?" <laughs> Anyways, so um, so he was talking about like the new people on there, and he was like, "The thing about Real Housewives of New York is that they don't change." Like, all the other cast members in different series, like, they learn from things, and they, mm-hmm. and he's like, Real Housewives of New York, nope, <laughs> they just keep making the same decisions every single day, mm-hmm. all the time, mm-hmm. it's just the same stuff, so mm-hmm. when you add somebody in, because they were asking, like, what do you think about Bethany leaving, and he's like, when you have somebody who's like that, who's like, this is, these are the dumb decisions we make every day. You mm-hmm. need somebody like Bethany to be like, nope, <laughs> that's not what happened. That's not reality. That's not this. And I was like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Kind of like Lala and Erica. You need somebody to be like, mm, that wasn't what happened. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, so, I mean, it was just very interesting, but that Sheena producer thing is like the big, I mean, everybody, like all of my social media is just Sheena and this, because wow. I guess Sheena tweeted at Andy and said, Hey Andy. And Emerson was like, okay, you have to know a better way to get a hold of Andy than Twitter. Right. But because you did it now, everybody knows about it. And then everybody went looking for the information and here we are. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. See, and I don't go looking for the information. I see the tweets and I'm just like, Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't go investigating. I guess that's my, there's my mistake. I don't investigate, but I am waiting for the investigation to 
unfold produce some results for gotcha. me okay <laughs> um so yeah i mean it's you know that's awesome oh i was deep in it the other day deep in it <laughs> and i mean i know we already discussed this but on real housewives of atlanta i'm a little i mean real housewives of orange i keep trying to remember that atlanta is on tonight and don't mess it up because i don't have atlanta set to record oh yeah yeah and, i've got mine set to record but um beverly hills real housewives of beverly hills mm-hmm that whole dinner table with Lois. First of all, I love that Lisa Renna calls her mom Lois. Yeah. Well, and she's awesome. <laughs> she is awesome. She reminds me of Mimi. And she's 91. Uh, <laughs> she, she reminds all, me of Mimi. Yeah. She's like, there you go. You're 81. And then Lisa Renna's all, mom, you're 91. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> when she talked uh, about driving still, oh, she's yeah. like, I may have gone through a red light. But that's okay. You're allowed <laughs> to go through a red light. I was like, that sounds like my kind of logic. You're allowed. <laughs> it's supposed to happen. Um, yeah, but that dinner. Yeah. But I'm ready for part two of the dinner. Because I didn't see too. enough of Denise getting up. But uh, apparently it's I next am, week. I this this coming week. Almost never rooting for Denise Richards. Almost never. On the show. Mm-hmm. I, in real life, yes. I want you to win against Charlie Sheen because I think he's a terrible human being. Mm-hmm. And I want you to get all the money from him, even though she says she doesn't go for it. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Um, maybe she just is at the point where she's like, just leave me alone. Mm-hmm. But um, when she stood up to Kyle at that dinner table, mm-hmm. I was like, like, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and when she was like, I am mother effing Denise Richards. That was probably. That was the most iconic thing I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm fucking Denise Richards. Yes. Okay. Oh, my gosh. I was dying. I was dying at that. Because yeah. And when I was listening to the podcast with Emerson, he was saying that Kyle was upset because she thought when the show started, it was going to be a show about her and her friends. And then when Lisa Vanderpump became the star of Mm -hmm. Beverly Hills, Mm -hmm. then she was like, what the heck is this? And so then she had to like, Mm -hmm. and they said the same thing with um, who thought they were going to be the star of Real Housewives of New York. I can't remember. It wasn't Bethany though. It was somebody else that he said thought that it was going to be like, mm-hmm. and I totally forgot about Jill. He brought up Jill oh, and yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, Jill's that psycho. Yeah. or whatever her name was. Yes. She made for good television. She did. And, and at first, it, box of rocks. at first it was like a show about Jill. Yeah. Yeah. yeah basically. Yeah, yeah. So maybe that's who it was. Yeah. That I thought about. Yeah. 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 But it and was, Real Housewives of Orange County was originally like the person who was like the most you know, like not iconic, but the one that the show kind prominent. of revolved around. Prominent. Yeah. Prominent was, um, Gina Keogh. Mm. Yeah. I forgot about her. Mm-hmm. I forgot about her. And then sometimes I remember about Tamara throwing the drink in her face at the pool party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I was, I was, I mean, I need to send you the link to this podcast cause it was really good. Cool. And I, I like him. He's funny. Yeah. I like him too. He said that him, Scott Nevins who, mm-hmm. and Blake MacGyver, Blake, he dates. Mm-hmm. Scott Nevins is the other friend that they were on the show with. Right. They're all in quarantine in Palm Springs together. Oh, oh my gosh. That's right. so fun. So their social media content, <laughs> on point. Right on. But he said the other night they made a list of Real Housewives, smartest to dumbest. <gasps> oh, my like, gosh. I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed that we made the list, but we did it. I would. And... He said, he's like, let's be honest, Teresa is the dumbest housewife, but she surrounds herself with people who know what they're doing, so she doesn't look as stupid. Uh, And I was like, yeah, 
Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I can agree with that 100%. The only other one who maybe who's right there in the dumb is Tinsley. Oh, Tinsley. Okay, so I was for some reason on a rabbit hole of Tinsley like gossip uh-huh. the other night cuz I was like, I don't understand like why are they all so obsessed with Tinsley? And they always talk about like Oh, Tinsley used to be important, but she's not important now. Right. And so I was deep, deep in the <laughs> in the drama with yeah. Tinsley. I didn't realize she had her own failed reality TV show. Oh, I didn't know that either. Yeah, it was called like, I don't know, something about maybe high society or something like that because hmm. she was like a big society girl. Right. And then she ha- when that flopped, like apparently that was the downfall of Tinsley. Oh, wow. And I'm like, really? The show flopping was... Enough her, like, for her to be done. her mind and getting arrested and all that I stuff. Guess. Tinsley's mom cracks me up too. She's so obsessed with her with appearances mm-hmm. that it's very disconcerting. And I can't imagine putting that much pressure on my child to live up to what I think they should be doing. Yeah. I just can't. Yeah. I and, don't know. They're and, weird together. Yeah, they are really weird together. And she's like, I love my mommy. And I'm like, how? How do you love this woman? Well, when they got wasty pants at Ramona's Hampton's house, mm-hmm. I was like, this is a wild ride. <laughs> With Leah was all, it's not 1986 anymore. That was the best. First of all, I didn't know Sonia. Sonia was uh-huh. married to like, like Morgan. the bank like Morgan. Morgan Chase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like... I never understood. Morgan, I never understood where Sonia got her money from. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, I mean, although if you ask her, it's not from that. Lies. Right. But whatever. Yeah. Yep. But it, then they were they were deep diving into Vanderpump and how Max is just a terrible human. Max seems like a terrible human. And not like Jax, who is like a lovable douchebag. Yes. <laughs> but then Emerson said it's because Jax knows how to play the reality TV game. Like he knows how it's going to look, which is why he's so mad at Tom Sandoval mm-hmm. because they had already dealt with the pastor gate issue. And then Sandoval brought it up on the camera and he knew that it was going to look, mm-hmm. even though it had already all been dealt with and packaged and Bravo got Lance Bass or whatever mm-hmm. his name is to do the officiating and Lisa Vanderpump. They showed Vander Lisa in the car so that she looked like she was concerned about this and like they had packaged it all up nicely and mm-hmm. then Sandoval was like, okay, but. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting now that these shows have been on for so long to see the people trying to make themselves relevant and make what they're doing relevant mm-hmm. and how they'll bring stuff up that you know they don't need to talk about. But they want to be relevant on the show. Yeah. And so they do. Yeah. That's why I can yeah. never do reality TV. We always joke about having one about The Office because yeah. it would be, I mean, it'd be quality TV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I could never do it. If I, I don't, there's a fine line between like just saying what you want to say. Mm-hmm. I kind of like doing this, like just saying what you want to say and also being aware of how it's going to sound. Yeah. Once you say it. Yeah. And like, if you could. I don't know. Yeah. If you think too much about it on camera, there the audience can see you thinking through how you're going to respond. Mm-hmm. I mean, here I can sit here for a second while you're talking and think about what I'm going to say, but it mm-hmm. doesn't sound as genuine as with I'm just like right off the cuff. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I'll send you the link because whoo, I was 
Well, I was driving back and forth to Plano, so I had time. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. But yes, that Sheena producer drama is what I wanted to tell you about because I knew you didn't know about that. Yeah, no. And it's like I said, I I follow them all on Twitter and I see I see the posts. Kind of. I mostly go on Twitter, look for you, look for Katie, scroll through and see what things say. Every once in a while, I'll follow a thread, but not usually. Yeah. So, yeah, that was awesome. So, oh, speaking of Twitter, well, yes. more Instagram because we don't need to hang around on my Twitter. Sure, <laughs> we don't. But on Instagram, there is this girl who does, it's called, she does the councils, what her like videos are called. Mm-hmm. They freaking crack me up because it's like an inner monologue of like a girl's brain. Oh, yes. yes. You posted this the other day. I did. Or you sent it to me. You, may, you must I have sent, sent it to me. You on, well, I posted it on Twitter and then I sent it to you on Instagram. I died. They're so funny. And when she does the red flag ones. Yes. Are you dumb? <laughs> I died. <laughs> She's so funny. She is. And she has several videos. I mean, there's probably like seven or eight right now. Mm-hmm. And somebody asked her, like, why aren't you tr- churning these out like faster? And she is like, because I don't really care about. Right. She's like, this. I do them for me. Yeah. They're for fun. And yeah. I'd rather do a good one than just be like, here's what popped into my brain today. And that's yeah. what we're going to do. But oh my gosh, is she funny? Yeah. She just did hilarious. one about um, when the peri- when your period's late. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and at the last one. second, this the, she's like, looks like she's wasted. And she sits down and she's like, scared you guys, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> It's so funny. Oh my well, gosh. because each of the 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 characters, she dresses in a different way. She to dress, do it. And, and she and she, they're so well thought out. Yeah, they are. You know, her heart. Is, she talks a different is way. Is her heart? You yeah. know, and and it is run by her heart, and the logic is very logical. Her brain. Yeah. Her brain's kind of all over the place, which people's brains are. Yeah. You know, and I mean, she's funny. It's great. It's, it's called really the good. council. Councils with a K. And because her name's Cap. Oh, gotcha. So. It was, um, it was great. Fu- she's funny. She's yeah. really funny. She's been entertaining me. And I kind of and also me. feel a little attacked when I watch them. <laughs> I feel they hit, some of them hit a little too close to home. I, I sent that <laughs> F-boy one to my group chat. And Jeffrey Lord, was he was all, that was so two days ago. Because he had seen it on your social media. <laughs> and I was like, I know, but I just keep watching it and laughing. It's so funny. I wanted to make sure that everybody saw it. It was so two days ago. <laughs> Jeff Lloyd, you're one of the few people I let follow my Twitter. <laughs> I also side texted him that because yeah, I was all going to talk about her Twitter. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, but that's been that's been my social media fix. My other last obsession is I am having an actual conniption <laughs> over my face. <laughs> well, your face is beautiful today. I'm like. Obsessed with this highlight that you've oh, got going thank on. Thank you. It's called fairy dust. It's so cute. Like you, you move and it moves with you. Like it's gorgeous. Keep going. Anyways, I have been very lucky to have very good skin most of my life. Mm-hmm. However, this PPE shit show <laughs> with the masks every day mm-hmm. is destroying my face. <laughs> and I don't know how to deal with that because I've never had like this level of acne on my face ever. I was telling my dad, I was like, I don't know what to do. It's giving me a complex. Like I'm, I'm stuck on it. So I've been deep in the 
like research about this and mm-hmm. like what to do. And it seems no one knows. <laughs> well, because we haven't had to wear masks like this where you're just, it's moist, right? <sighs> and you're breathing. Why would you like, say that? Well, because that's the word. Well, it's I, humid. I will t- <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's my hu- God. It's humid in there. <laughs> stop, stop, stop talking. You're breathing? Um, I have noticed a difference, though, when I wear the cloth one versus the surgical mask. Because usually at work, before my cloth ones got here, I was wearing the surgical mask. Mm-hmm. And that is a much closer, like, seal seal to your face than it than the cloth one was. And so that was... No, I was I was at a point where I was ready to just risk it all and not have the mask on. <laughs> Except I keep getting busted at work for that. So, uh, not when I'm around the patients, just when I'm in my office. It's right, just me. Right, but I keep getting yelled at. So, whatever. But the cloth one, I have noticed my skin got a little bit better this week, mm-hmm. and I also was like, I found this mask that apparently is like a vacuum cleaner for your face oh okay i just put it along the jawline oh that's interesting just the bottom of my face because it really dries me out bad okay so then i have to go in with like a super hydrating Mm -hmm. face mask i don't normally have to worry about hydration that much in the summer that's usually a winter problem for Mm me not this year yeah so (laughs) um yeah i'm just so we went last weekend after our podcast we went we ran to target to pick up mm-hmm. some stuff that I needed. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I needed was some more uh, face sp- spray, for lack of a better word. I don't know what it's called. Hydro mist kind of stuff. And I've got one that I love from Pacifica that I'm still using. It's crystal infused. There's crystals in the bottle. But I was picking up one because I'm getting towards the end of it. And uh, I found a, a hemp one. Mm-hmm. One way made with hemp oil and you know, clarified water and CBD stuff in it. And, and, oh my gosh, I love it. It feels, it feels very different on my face. You know, I'm, cause I use ones that are typically like rose water based. Mm-hmm. And so they all kind of feel the same. So th- this one feels so different and it just feels so good. I love it. I did a, um, banana mask from Sephora. Like legitimately this smells like bananas, mm-hmm. like Laffy Taffy banana. <laughs> That's Stacey and Beer's then, favorite flavor of Laffy Taffy, banana. It kind of follows you even once you take it off and like wash your face. It's super, it's super, super, super hydrating is why I got it. Cool. And so it, but it's weird. It's yellow. It kind of freaks me out. It looks like baby food. Oh. <laughs> Smells like Laffy oh. Taffy. So it's not like a sheet mask. It's an, it's Oh no, a, this is like a, and it's not really like a clay either. Mm-hmm. It's like. It's like Laffy goop. Taffy. Goop. <laughs> It's just goop on your face and it doesn't really dry. Like, you know, most masks kind of like dry down and mm-hmm. you can tell that they're ready to come off. This is a free for all. <laughs> you can, Apparently you're only supposed to keep it on like five to 10 minutes. So that's all I do. I stick the, the gel masks under the eyeballs and then love I love those you know, gel masks under the eyeballs. Sometimes I do the lip one, try to plump up my face. Mm-hmm. And then I got this crazy roller. Like legitimately, it kind of hurts. Really? But it, and it also kind of looks like a penis because it has these two <laughs> balls. And then the, you know, the, the thing handle? you hold on to. The handle. And two balls and a handle. <laughs> um, I was like trying to explain it to Ruthie and Ruthie was like, what are you rubbing all over your face? <laughs> My penis roller. <laughs> but I mean, it snatches the jawline and the cheekbones. But wow. it kind of, 
is very painful. Wow. You're going to have to show me. I'll show you. Yeah. Yeah, I'll show you later. It's amazing. But so, so I realized um, last show that we kind of don't really talk about the things that we've done over the past couple of weeks. Oh, okay. <clears throat> because I had done some like b- big things and I realized I hadn't really talked about them because I didn't put them in the show notes. So I wanted to make sure that I didn't do that again this week. Oh. So we have done a couple of big things over the past couple of weeks. First, there was Mother's Day. Big. Big. <laughs> okay. I love Mother's Day. I, it's like literally my life is Mother's Day all the time. You guys are good to me always. But it's always kind of fun when I can like tell you what presents I want and I get things. It's great. <laughs> so um, I got a new coffee maker. Uh, Katie was showing me. It's, well, Katie was telling me about it yesterday. It's it's really it made delicious coffee this morning. Very cool coffee maker. And I got um, Brian and Tirza gave me a gift card uh, to um, Home Depot because I'm doing some home improvements and some candles that smell really good from Bed Bath and Beyond or Bath and Body Works or someplace. They smell really really good. <laughs> and Tirza was making her little brother uh, smell all the candles and he was like, "They're running all together." It was so cute. <laughs> I love, I love him so much. He's so adorable. Um, and then Ivy and Katie got me the piece de resistance, the one thing I wanted because I am home all day and I go for walks on my breaks, which was a new pair of walking shoes. They are Skechers. I love my Skechers. <laughs> it's because I don't have a Prada backpack, but I love my Skechers. <laughs> They're so great. because I don't have a Prada backpack. They are comfy they I can walk we really roasted that decision but it's what you wanted so (laughs) leave me alone I mean I was like really and Katie said gross and then I said she's like we're not buying mom sketchers and I was like it's what she asked for dude like she said specifically sketchers I almost bought you a pair of Vans ultra range um but it didn't happen yeah, no, so, but either one, you know, like the Go Walks or these ones were active somethings, Yeah. you know, but they're made specifically for walking, so they've got, the soles are a little bit different, yeah. which is what I needed. <clears throat> so I love them so yeah, much. Yeah, I bought that and my Xbox the same day. <laughs> <laughs> nice. nice. Same trip to Target. The dude at the <laughs> electronics counter was like, um. <laughs> Interesting choice. I mean, yeah. He, yeah. He was judging me hard for that. Yeah. So the other thing that has been going on in my world in the past couple of weeks is is basically just work. Um, But we were talking about going back to the office and my boss uh, sent us an email and she said, I know that you all have been wondering about going back to the office. And what we're finding is that it's probably going to be July or August before our team goes back because they're bringing people back in phases Mm -hmm. and I was devastated (laughs) I'm so let me keep working from home I'd rather I am so sad um it's it is good that I'm able to work from home I just miss people You know, and not even that I want to like necessarily be in close proximity to a whole bunch of people, but I just, I just, you know, being able to walk in and say good morning to people and, you know, go sit at my desk and do my thing. I have noticed that since we got back to work, Mm -hmm. almost everybody, I mean, we, we used to say good morning to each other kind of, but Mm -hmm. we're usually eight o'clock rolling, like Mm -hmm. 
doing everything in the office. Mm-hmm. I have noticed that everybody's taken more time to be like, good morning. How was your evening? Like, yeah. And I miss that, you know, like I would walk in and Stacy and Kim would be there and we'd, you know, kind of talk about what we were doing and Justin rolls in half hour later and, you know, Hey, how was your night? Let's go get a cup of coffee. Let's, you know, and you kind of, you just miss those routines of doing those things with those people. You know, you've got your people at work that you do your things with, you go on break with, you do whatever. Mm -hmm. And so when I heard basically what I heard was August in my head, you know, I know it could be late July, but in my, it could be faster. Yeah, it could be faster. But I was just like, oh my gosh. And then we got another email (laughs) that said, you know, we're, we're picking back up. I work for a multinational conglomerate in their communication solutions division, which is a fancy word for a call center for hospitals, basically. And with everything closing down, you know, all elective surgeries were shut down. Any classes, in-person classes were shut down. And so our call volume really dropped. And so they were, people have been furloughed and, um, the company that I work for has been great about, um, they're, you know, paying everybody's, uh, medical premiums. Like uh, it, it's, it's been a, it has not been a bad experience for the people who have been furloughed and one I'm actually a little bit jealous of, <laughs> but I'll tell you one of my coworkers, bitter AF about the <laughs> furlough that happened at our office. So, um, so Anyway, we get an email that says, you know, we're picking back up. We're bringing back people from furlough. We are still, you know, keeping it very small in the office. But we have taken out the ice machines, which is like the crumble ice from QT. QT. Yeah. And it is one of the perks that we have all loved about this new building is that we've got like QT ice. And taking out the coffee machine. So no coffee, no ice. And then we get an email saying that with bringing people back, what you have to do if you're coming into the office, you're one of the people that's work, not working from home, coming into the office, every morning you before your taken. shift, you need to basically text a phone number and you get a survey that's sent to you. You have to take your temperature, make sure it's below a certain number. Then you have to answer questions about exposure, basically. Mm-hmm. And then you get a ticket. And this is company-wide. It's yeah, not yeah. just my site. It's it's for all of the divisions. And so, I mean, this is truck drivers. This is people who work in offices. This is everything. Um, if you're going into work, you have to do this. Then you get a ticket on your, your phone, if, if you can't, if you're unable to text and do this, this survey, you have to go into the office and do the survey. And then you, you are given a sticker for that day and that mm-hmm. day only. And it, you're allowed to be on the premises as long as that sticker is visible. Every door besides the front door is locked. So you can go out any door. Like, so say if you're a smoker, there's a smoking area that's in the very back of the building. But then you have to walk all the way around the building to come back into the office. And um, you, every, there's one person per table uh, in the break room. And then there are some tables that are closed off. You can't sit at them at all. And 
uh, like all of these things. I was like, <laughs> keep my happy butt at home for as long <laughs> as it takes, especially till the ice machine gets back. I mean, it's there. It's just, it's off. Yeah. And, oh man. I had to go to Hughley. Lord. Right. I had to go to Hughley the other day um, because a doctor that refers patients to us called and they needed something. It is the first time I've been to a doctor's office since we, since basically everybody closed down. Mm-hmm. And I, for sure the first time I've been in one of the hospitals. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking like, okay, there's surely there's going to be like something outside if I, ha- and there was nothing. So then I was like, well, maybe they're just doing it in each individual suite. Mm-hmm. Then I got inside and I went to go to the elevator banks. Literally, I'm in and out of the hospital when I go. I'm in and out in like... 10 minutes maybe unless it's a suite where I'm talking to somebody but I knew this time was not going to be like a chit chat experience it was going to be right. here's what you need and I gotta go right so oh and face masks and gloves will be provided for the people who come into the office glo- I don't get to. me started on gloves that's a waste of time and money yeah but well the gloves are if the person feels like they need it you know uh, what I mean okay. masks, yeah. masks are mandatory but the gloves are if they feel like they need it um so we, I get inside to the elevator bank and they're like, okay, um, I mean, obviously I'm wearing scrubs mm-hmm. and I have my face mask on and they're like, okay, well we need to take your temperature. And I'm like, all right, cool. Like, that's fine. Then they ask me all the questions. Mm-hmm. Then they give me a wristband to wear. And I was like, really? I don't need the, like, I'm literally going up to one to two suites mm-hmm. and I'm going to come right back down. Yeah. Like, that's a waste of a wristband in my brain. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get it. They need to know, like, if somebody saw me, they need to know that I've been screened. Right. But I was like, they asked me for my date of birth, my name. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, do you want my phone number, my social? Like, what else do you want from me just yeah. so I can run up to do this thing real quick? And yeah. when I came back downstairs, they were like, first of all, look, I love my name too, but not every single person who screens me needs to make a comment about my <laughs> name. <laughs> You're welcome. Everybody's like, oh my gosh, I love that name. Oh my gosh, I thought about that name for my kid. Oh my gosh. Listen, I need to go back to my office and I can't have this conversation about (laughs) names with you right now. Like, I appreciate it. Uh My favorite of all time was when the girl at Starbucks, I paid for my my drink and she was like, your name is like a princess name. And I was like, (gasps) yes, it is. Thank you. (laughs) I was like, nobody can tell me anything the rest of the day. (laughs) It was so, but I was like, really? (laughs) All of this, and I'm not even going to a doctor's appointment. Yeah. But I I mean, I understand. Yeah. But um, I still was like, ugh. Yeah. I'm over this already. But, and then I've been the one screening the patients the last couple days at work. Mm -hmm. And some of the questions that we ask, they don't even impact anything. So I'm like, why am I yeah. asking this? So at your work, because for my work, the employee is is the one who is responsible for taking their own temperature. Is Are you guys taking their temperature? Like, do you have a rollerball? We have a thermal scanner. The thermal scan that just... Yeah, but let me mm-hmm. tell you the amount of people who want to headbutt this thing. And I'm yeah. like... It does not I'm need like to touch your head. I'm like reverse whack-a-mole, like trying to get away from you. Uh-huh. Yes. No, it doesn't need, it needs to be close, uh-huh. but it doesn't need to touch anyone. Yeah. That's the point of having a thermal one. I might as well shove the thing in your mouth if I needed to touch you. <laughs> I don't need to touch you. I don't need you that close to me. Yeah. 
So for the record, social distancing is just fine with me. Yeah. Stay six feet away from me for all I care. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So my girlfriend and I were talking about, because neither one of us really own a thermometer. Um, I've got the thermometer I bought when you were a baby for your ear. (laughs) Like literally, so it's it's close to thirty years old. I don't know how. Stop saying that. <laughs> you and Dad are gonna give me a complex. We are one year and two months away. I'm not close <laughs> to thirty. Okay, I'm not. Well, the the apparatus is close to thirty. <laughs> oh my god! And so I have I have no idea how reliable it is. It's not like it's a mercury thermometer that's never going to go bad. You know what I mean? Right. So we were pricing those, those, the rollerball or the thermal thermometers are like 80 bucks. Yeah, I know. We're, but luckily I've got an HSA card so I can, you know, run to my local CVS and get one. Um, but Target has one. Oh, cool. Yeah. I can run to Target wherever I can go get one, but I, she doesn't have one of those. And she was like, I don't have 80 bucks to spend on a thermometer. And she's like, Oh wait, they've got those thermometer strips for twelve bucks. <laughs> it's a little, it's oh my it's gosh. almost like a mood ring where yeah. depending on your body we temperature, those. we have those at the office. Well, anesthesia has them at the office. And I was cracking up. I was like, oh my gosh, I forgot about those. My little brother, when he was a baby, he was really sickly, and so we we had those for him. <laughs> yeah, but are the ones that anesthesia has at my office are not accurate? Like every well, no, time yeah. he tries to tell me my th- my temperature is like ninety one. <laughs> And I'm like, that cannot possibly be true. Although I was hypothermia at 91. (laughs) The other day, one of my, so we have to fill out this thing and you have to sign that you were the one that screened them and then it goes in the chart. Mm -hmm. And if anything is like alarming to you on their responses, you have to go tell the doctors and then we figure out what to do with the Mm -hmm. patient. Mm -hmm. And then we're blood testing everybody for, for current infection, past infection, and do you have the immunity? Mm-hmm. Um, so anyways, somebody took a temperature of a patient, wrote it down, da- wrote down 68.6. Oh man. <laughs> and when Dr. Kaufman saw it, he said, is she dead? <laughs> like <laughs> seriously. It was like, what, how, why? <laughs> how did that happen? And they're like, that's what the thermometer said. And he's like, I really doubt it. And also like. First of all, this thermometer like legitimately gives you a smiley face. Like it tells you the temperature and then it either is alarmed or it's like a smiley face and you're fine. Mm-hmm. Like it is the most user-friendly <laughs> thermal thing I've ever seen. And I just was it's like those pregnancy tests that say you're pregnant. <laughs> like, yeah, there's no guessing about the lines here. Like it just it gives you the temperature and then it even has like a smiling face. Yeah. And it's I'm like, like the little pain scale faces. Yeah. And I'm like <laughs> I'm so, when he came in to tell me about it, he was like, Do you want to hear something? And I was like, oh no. No like not really. Not really. But when he told me that I was dying laughing. Cause what <laughs> excuse me so So funny and then i'm alarmed at the number of my coworkers who don't know what a fever is (laughs) they're like well what's the cutoff and i'm like what do you mean what's the cutoff oh man if you think that it's over like a hundred yeah we got a problem i think ours is a hundred point two it's a hundred point four four yeah hundred point four medical fever yeah but also, these dummies think that <laughs> even if the person is standing in the sun and the thermal thing is hitting them, 
that's what's causing it to think that it has a fever. The person has a fever. So I'm like, bring them into the shade. Yeah. Try again. Yeah. Come on now. Come on, you guys. Oh, man. So, I mean, it's been been an adventure with... With the PPE and the changes at the office and yeah. Yeah. And very interesting. So we'll see how it continues to go at my work. Like I, I immediately emailed the facilities director, Michael Baldock. And I was like, dude, we need to talk about all this stuff. <laughs> so we had a pretty good conversation about it. But it my number fun to gossip about. Yeah. And my number one question that was like, how long is this going to be? You know, one person to a table. What the I heck? said something about that the other day at work because I, my constant complaint is this mask. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, how approximately how long do you think we're going to have to wear these for? And Dr. Patel said until December. And I about peed my pants standing there. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah. That cannot be true. And Dr. Kaufman said it wouldn't be true. But <laughs> I was like, until December, yeah. like, I'm going to have to order more. <laughs> right? <laughs> These same three are not going to do it for me. But yeah. uh, but I had been holding off on ordering more because I choose to live in ignorant bliss that this is going to be over. Yeah. I keep hoping so, too. But we have a, a girlfriend who works... Um, out in the world and she posts selfies of her masks every day and it's so cute like she they're matching all of her outfits oh yeah and I'm I'm loving I'm it envious I'm I, of yeah it, actually <laughs> I'm like I I need more I've got my one and I take good care of it you know wash it sanitize it do all that stuff but I'm like I, pro- I probably need two or three more Aunt Nancy's going to be making me a couple and I'm very excited about I'm it I'm just gonna order two more so I can make it through the work week mm-hmm. and then do laundry on Saturday hey <laughs> when you order yours are you gonna get them from live love game day yeah okay because I really like Katie's will you order two for me and I'll just give you the money yeah okay cool thanks um we can do it when you before you leave perfect thank you um but speaking of PP I need to run upstairs can we pause this for a sec <laughs> <laughs> thank you <We're> back <laughs> So the other big thing we did over the past two weeks, and we did together, I was kind of in and out, but Brian had a birthday party last night. Yeah. It was his birthday on the 13th. Our little buddy turned 27. (laughs) Cracks me up. He's such a good kid. Man, I really, I'm so proud of him. But he uh, turned 27 on Wednesday Mm -hmm. and decided to have a social distancing party, which, um... Which is well, Brian's guess, ideal party. Right. And we talked about it when, when he was on the podcast with uh-huh. us. He had this idea to do this birthday party, not via Zoom, which your stepmom did mm-hmm. with her family uh, and friends was a Zoom party. But what Brian did was via Xbox and Xbox Live. Yes. And, and he live streamed it onto his Twitch channel. So... I got to watch via Twitch, and it was a lot of fun. He had pizzas delivered to everybody. Well, he – so that was the original intent was to have pizza delivered to everybody, but uh-huh. that ended up being a little bit trickier than we had originally thought. Mm-hmm. So what he did was he cash-apped everybody the money and said, get pizza for the party. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was really cool. But the way that he did it, like – like when I get quick pay money, it just says Brian sent you twenty bucks or whatever mm-hmm, it is, mm-hmm. and so it, I didn't see the memo. So when I called him, I was like, "Is this for what we talked about?" And he was like, "Do none of you read the memo line?" <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Oh," 
And then Katie called and then he said like everybody was calling and was like, Brian, why'd you send me money? And he was like, for my party so you can have pizza. So (laughs) So what did the memo line say? I don't know. Oh, you never, you never read it. (laughs) I never read it. Oh, okay. No, but it was cool. And then I had like, so I had the pizza set up here and then I had the, um, laptop going so I could see the Twitch and then Mm -hmm. I had the TV going and awesome. I took a picture of it and then all my guy friends were like, what are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) I had the Twitch on my phone, but it was really small. And when I turned it sideways so that I could see, because the video feed was small up in the corner, Mm -hmm. because you're supposed to be watching the game. Really, I wanted to be watching what Brian was doing and have the game be small. If we could have done that, that would have been great. (laughs) Um, But the little chat window was open, too. So it just, I probably should have grabbed the laptop. Uh I downloaded the the app. It's promptly uninstalled. But um, (laughs) but it was awesome really fun it was a lot of fun so i bought the xbox when i bought your mother's day present which mm-hmm. was approximately a week and a half before brian's birthday party i plugged in the xbox approximately three hours before the birthday party <laughs> Wrong move, Ivy. i know and he had told me it was going to take a while to download halo I didn't realize it was the Master Chief Collection. So the whole freaking thing, every game that ever existed of Halo is mm-hmm. on this thing. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh. And and the other part of it is apparently it downloads a portion of it and then it tells you it's ready to play. So oh. I was so proud of myself. I came home. I did the whole Xbox thing. I got it all. The Xbox had to update and then I figured out the pass and mm-hmm. I did everything I downloaded the two games that he said, and then I was like, all right, cool. Like, I'm ready to go. Like, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. And then we went to play the first one, and it was like, you don't have the content needed for this. And I was like, what? <laughs> and then up in the corner, it said I had 27% of the game downloaded. And I was oh, like, man, what? So then I'm like, okay, so it lets you, like, prioritize which Halo you download. So we were playing Halo 4. Or that's the one that I got booted from. So I set that to prioritize. Then he moved it to Halo 3. Then he moved it to Halo 2. And I was like, (laughs) fuck Halo. Like, (laughs) I'm just not going to play Halo today, I guess. But I mean, I did watch. And I listened to Mm -hmm. it. And I could hear it, like, on my headphones. I could hear everybody. Mm -hmm. And so that was fun. Mm -hmm. And I was, like, video chatting Katie. And Katie was like, well, go download Dead by Daylight. So by the time they switch to Dead by Daylight, you're... You're, You're ready. Be ready. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. So it was still not ready when they switched oh, to Dead no. I mean, yeah. it was by the time we started playing because uh-huh. somebody else didn't realize that we needed to download uh-huh. the game. So they were downloading it and mine was almost done. Very cool. And so um, we waited like the two minutes mine had left and then we played. That game is horrifying. It was really scary. I didn't like it. terrifying. Mm -hmm. And I was in here like screaming my head off in my apartment. (laughs) Because I was like, and then I was trying to, let me be honest, I was trying to cheat. I had his Twitch stream up and I could see where he was. And I was like, I'm not good at it, but. So following the Twitch stream, I could only hear select people. Mm -hmm. I didn't get to hear everyone. So you could only hear who Brian was playing with when we were playing right. Dead by Daylight. Mm-hmm. When, And then it, there was a certain point in the Twitch stream where he switched it and had the first round of Halo that they did, 
you could hear everybody saying everything the whole time. And it was very chaotic. Mm -hmm. So then they said, okay, let's switch to like just the party chat. Mm -hmm. And so then you could only see what you could only hear what Brian was saying, Mm -hmm. which was still funny, but less context. Right. So I was like, turn it back on. (laughs) Like it's less entertaining if who, because at that point I had taken the headphones out of the Xbox and I was just listening to it through the soundbar and stuff. Mm -hmm. And, um, so then they switched it all back and that was funny when they switched to playing the first Halo with the rocket launchers and Mm -hmm. they were just like, it was a free for all. (laughs) I mean, there were just bodies flying everywhere and I was cracking up laughing and then they were like, get back over here. I mean, it was just a body would go somewhere and a body would go somewhere (laughs) and they played on like the tiniest map for this group of people. And And so it was just It was really entertaining and it was super funny to hear everybody like talking. Yeah. And then when we switched to Dead by Daylight, that was a wild adventure. Yeah. So the Twitch stream was having some issues last night. So I was kind of going in and out. And so I missed all of Halo. Like all of it. Oh, I saw. You must have popped on right at the end of Halo then. Because there was a, he, he let it stop mm-hmm. and I was like turn it back on turn it back on but he really wasn't paying attention to what I was saying mm-hmm. so. yeah so I was watching it for a little while and I can't remember what game was being played and then it it went away and so I turned it off and then you were then when you told me it was back on was when I like logged back on and watched them and and then I was chatting with Aunt Nancy <laughs> but it was on my phone so then every time I was responding to her I w- it was I had to go out of the game or go out of the Twitch. And then, so finally I'm like, all right, I'm going to do this thing. And Brian was like, okay, everybody, this is going to be our last game. (laughs) And then it didn't work. And I was like, I was, cause I was like, I'm going to watch this whole game. Yeah. Cause I was seeing bits and pieces of different, different ones. And that one where Brian was that girl and he got hurt and she's just walking around going, and she's trying to like fix things and stuff. I was like, somebody take her out of her misery. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Well, when we, so when the first round I played, Brian let me be the killer. Mm -hmm. And then he made some comment about how this was going to be the round that the survivors won. (gasps) I did get two of them. But, um, then we, he switched to being the killer and he switched he apparently has different characters. Mm-hmm. So he switched to the Demogorgon from mm-hmm. Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. That was freaking terrifying mm-hmm. to have that thing chasing you around. Mm-hmm. And I would see, like, I saw it on the Twitch stream because I couldn't see it on my TV, like, what he had picked. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, and then he, like, just was like, come here, Ivy. And I was like, oh, my gosh, get away from me. <laughs> get away so I'm like screaming in my house like that's gonna make this girl that I'm pretending to be on this game run any faster and then when he stuck me up on the hook Mm -hmm. it was like okay now you can struggle against this and I was like well what's that gonna do so I'm like hitting this button as fast as I can I mean she died anyway but oh man just prolonged it and I was like this is horrible like I don't want to watch I don't want to watch this then I was like all right I gotta get up for your brunch tomorrow so I'm done (laughs) yeah tap me out of here I heard him say goodnight he's like I'll see you in the morning yeah I was like oh that's so cute so cute so that was that was super like what a great idea it was a lot of fun and it was really fun to hear all of his friends saying Mm -hmm. this was a good idea let's do this again this was a good idea yeah so and it was interesting to hear, um, you know, there are a lot of people who I just didn't know 
And so, and then one of my favorite things that he did, and I didn't get to hear all of it was, um, Brian trivia, which was super cute. So he had sent me an, a text and he had asked me about, he's like, what are some good trivia questions? So I gave him some, and then he ended up saying, you know, like, what's my favorite fast food? What's my favorite color? You know, how many Sherwin Williams stores have I worked at? You know, who's my favorite superhero? Like cute questions yeah they were good they were really good and, and I you won did, you did learn a lot and you did win yeah, yeah. so Starbucks gift card I was coming her way yeah <laughs> when he said we're gonna do this and I didn't I mean we had a we had a google doc going for the two of us but I purposely mm-hmm. didn't look at the questions and then I was like I'm gonna win this <laughs> <laughs> but I actually thought Katie might beat me at one of these but um yeah. yeah, it was fun. It was a it was a good time. I and I, I watched the whole thing, which honestly, as a surprise, I did. But yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm really proud of you. I was um watching Call the Midwife, of course, and chatting with Aunt Nancy, which was really fun. Aunt Nancy nice. and I had a really good talk last night. Um, what are pocket sandwiches? So, <laughs> I I have never heard the phrase pocket sandwich before in my life until about a year ago. A friend of mine told me that he's always kind of hungry. So like we'll keep snacks in our backpack or our purse or whatever, but he said he carries around a pocket sandwich. And I was like, what the heck is a pocket sandwich? He's like, you know, like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich or something. You just put it in like your suit pocket or your pants pocket or whatever, and you've got a pocket sandwich for whenever you want it. (laughs) And I was like, what the heck? So I'm watching Call the Midwife the other day, and they're – like being kept to a time schedule. And so, you know, they're kind of showing everybody's like hurrying from here, this place, this place. And one of the midwives pulls a sandwich out of her pocket, takes a bite of it, puts it back in her pocket. And I was like, oh my gosh. Then I'm watching The Day Tripper, which I love on PBS. It's on every Saturday morning. I set it to record. So I'm watching it this morning before everybody's coming to my house for this brunch. And he's down in South Texas somewhere, and he is about to go fishing, and he pulls out a pocket sandwich. And he, he was like, he's all, you know, if you're coming with me, I'm going to have a pocket sandwich. And I was like, is a pocket sandwich a thing, like a real legitimate thing that I just had no idea about until, like literally today, <laughs> I, I had hints about it. So if you're listening to our podcast and you have heard of a pocket sandwich where you keep a sandwich in your pocket for when you need it. Please tell me about it because that's hilarious. Right? I I mean Jocelyn used to give me pocket candy all the time. She'd be like, "Here, you want some pocket candy?" and it was always like Starburst and stuff like that. And yeah. So, so is pocket candy like is this like a southern thing? Maybe. I don't know. Jess is from Sacramento, so. Oh, yeah. She is no. from Sacramento. So, yeah. I, well, and then the show takes place in, in London on the East End. So. Maybe it's just a. Maybe it's just a thing. Hungry just, all the time thing. Yeah. <laughs> the pocket candy, pocket sandwiches. I never. Pocket food. <laughs> pocket food. Who knew this was a thing? Interesting. Not me. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. No clue. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So, um. I want to do a little thanks for the memories. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. The first bullet on thanks for the memories just got me. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it says, 
My hinge is popping these hey, days. You're not supposed to read the show notes out loud. <laughs> it the really ne- is, though. The next one is great. Go ahead. Let's uh, let's hear about your hinge popping. I, mean, I mean, it really is quite pop. I'm very popular these <laughs> days. No, but what I was going to say about that is just that, oh, it's my turn. I was like, I was talking to all these people and I never, <laughs> it's because it's my turn to respond. <laughs> but, um... The one thing that I've noticed is that, like, there are more conversations with mm-hmm. more people. But I was talking to my friend who was like, my new dating app philosophy is that I only swipe on physically attractive people. And she's okay. like, because that ends up being my biggest thing. It's like, yeah, you're a great person to talk to, but I can't get over this part. Mm-hmm. And I was like, huh, okay. I mean, that's kind of, kind of what I do anyway, because I'm vain but um <laughs> shallow <laughs> I, have, I have to say that your father is very traditionally good looking extremely handsome I mean enough that people would comment about it all the time your 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 father and your uncle David are two extraordinarily handsome men and then afterwards I picked kind of untraditionally to me good looking people <laughs> I was like where are you going with this because so I don't know how it would be like on a dating app like what would make me swipe looks wise yeah you know I'm wondering it's kind of a free-for-all for me the biggest thing is that your height has to be over a certain height well me. and I'm so short that that's not a problem well see I have gone on dates with guys where I've been like okay this isn't going to be an issue for me don't let it be an issue for you and it always is an issue so mm-hmm. that is just something that I yeah. had to accept yeah like because I've tried yeah there's some of the nicest boys I know mm-hmm. are itty bitty dudes mm-hmm. but I'm just like I can't do it I can't yeah. do it. I can't do it even someone who's like five foot six or five foot seven is a good three or four inches taller than me so I'm like okay yeah no <laughs> which, which is still mm-hmm. an inch or two shorter than you yeah yeah so I just I can't do it mm-hmm. and I have gotten some really funny messages from some dudes because I feel like short guys have to be funny mm-hmm. and they're so funny and I like want to talk to them, but I don't want to get the impression that I will ever date you because I won't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just won't. <laughs> and it's terrible. It's terrible. I've tried so hard, yeah. but I've just come and I've asked my guy friends, like some that I think are like appropriate height ish. I'll be like, how tall are you? Because yeah. what is my real limit here? Because mm-hmm. yeah. I've always thought it's like six two and taller, mm-hmm. but I've come to realize that it's probably six foot and taller. Because mm-hmm. some of my guy friends who are like five eleven, I can't get over the fact that it's five eleven. <laughs> oh, see, and like I probably would say five ten. I mean, because that's seriously a good six inches taller than me, if not seven. Yeah, and. 5'10 and taller is just fine. Yeah. Because, yeah. But I can't do it. And then I also, I think about bringing, like, this dinky little dude to meet my dad. And I'm just like, oh, I can't do that to you. (laughs) Like, I just can't do that to you. (laughs) Or me. It's embarrassing. (laughs) So, uh, growing up, you know, your dad and and Uncle David and William, too, got there. But they were so big. And they were who I was always with. Mm-hmm. And so then when I met people who were smaller, I was always just like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm uh, Katie and I joke about it all the time that like our. Um... So it was it, and it wasn't like to me, I guess really the point of this was that 
Michael and Uncle David are were normal. Yeah, yeah, everybody, no, that's and, and everybody Katie else and I, is short. Katie and I always talk about that. Like our height perception is off because mm-hmm. for you to seem tall to me, you have to be taller than my dad. And for mm-hmm. you to seem short to me, that's mm-hmm. basically everyone. Right, so. <laughs> right, 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 right. And so for those of you who don't know and haven't heard it on the show before, Ivy's dad, um, the man I was married to for a very long time, perfect, good, good guy. Um, he's, you don't have to lie to kick it. <laughs> no, he, I mean, perfect was a little stretch, but he's a really good dude. He is a good, that's all I would, I would, yeah. I'm not implying that my dad's not a good person. I'm implying that my the, mom the doesn't perfect, usually yeah. say things like that. Um, he is basically six foot seven. He's, he, yeah. he's, he's six, six and three quarters. <laughs> so he's very so tall. He is very tall. You have to be tall for me to think that you're yeah. tall. And uncle David is about six, five. Yeah. So um, yeah, you have to be really tall for, for us to think you're tall. Mm-hmm. But one of my favorite memories with your dad was walking through that mall in Sacramento. And oh, it's somebody to say Yeah, it was yeah. one of the Sacramento Kings comes walking by him and is like, what's up, shorty? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's probably one and only time in your entire life. Yeah. And, except for Greg. Greg probably could have called your dad shorty. Uh, I think he did. <laughs> I think he did until, which is why dad makes the jokes about Greg's surgery. I'll tell you those later. Okay. Um, okay. But the highlight of my dating escapades for the last two weeks mm-hmm. was last Sunday, last Sunday, last Sunday. Cause we talked about it Monday. Yeah. Last <laughs> Sunday, I am minding my business in my home <laughs> and I received a picture <laughs> So did you meet this person on a dating app? I did. I met him on Tinder. Okay. I met him several years ago at this point now, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've always, so we went on a couple of dates and it just never clicked. Clicked. I mean, he's a great guy. He is short, which is his biggest issue for me. Mm-hmm. I, no, that's not the biggest one. <laughs> it is a high factor on there, but he's got a lot of, things <laughs> that I just wasn't prepared to deal with. There was one time where he told me he had talked to his dad about me and I just kind of was like, whoa, mm-hmm. like I didn't think we were on that level, that level. Mm-hmm. And it kind of freaked me out. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, we were talking and we were just exchanging like normal. How was your weekend? What's going on this week? Normal messages. And then I get hit. With this picture, and it wasn't a dick pic. Thanks. So, God. I mean, he has sent me like full frontals before, but he usually like covers. I was gonna say, so have you seen his penis? No. Okay. I've seen the start. <laughs> <laughs> the base? Uh, <laughs> um, so gross, mom. No, um, I just. I, the start could be the base or the tip. Oh, okay, yeah. I've seen hip bone oh, okay. area. Okay, okay, okay. You know, that <laughs> might be a lie. I might have seen the whole thing, but I blocked that out. I remember getting the picture and being like, dear God, it's Sunday, you heathen. Like, what is happening? So, I mean, I told him, I said, don't ever do that to me again. So apparently he has learned from that and has moved on to just boxer pictures. Boxer but- briefs. <laughs> but 
But I'm just <laughs> like the the picture was so shocking that. <laughs> and on Snapchat, you can't you oh, can't send screenshot. it via Snapchat. Yeah, you can't screenshot anything without the other person knowing that you've screenshot. And I've screenshot many things that he's like texted me, and mm-hmm. I've just like packed it away. And I always like joke with him about it. They're some of the dumbest things I've ever heard, but. Um, I told her she could have screenshot it and said she was saving it for later. I mean, I could have told him like, wow, that one really did it for me. Put that in the spank bank and let's. She just winked when she did that little. It was cute. But I was like, I got to figure something out. I have to figure something out. So I ran over to my laptop, held the phone up and took a picture of it with my laptop because that is how crazy I am. But okay, so this picture is like he's in his panties with boxers. (laughs) Boxers, he's in his boxers. They weren't tidy whities, they're boxer briefs. Okay, he's in his boxers and he has like a like a hip tilt going. And like he's got a hip pop. Yeah, it's a a hip hip pop. And, and, the, and like and his the, arm is like oddly flexed and, and he was like knee, smirking. The, the knee is, is, yeah. is, oh, it's a sassy hip. pose. It's, it's a, a sassy, sassy pose. pose. It's his like, expression on his face. <laughs> Anyways, I had to share it with my mom. I shared it with a couple people. So I was beside myself to the point that I literally like, okay. And then not only is he like a whole thing in this picture behind him is a variety of like high school memorabilia, which is all I could say back to the picture was just <laughs> what is behind you. And then he said, you sound like you're being a little judgy. And I had to just be honest. And I was like, let me just be honest with you, champ. I'm being, I'm being really judgy right now. She called him champ. <laughs> so then... We couldn't decide, like, it's not a dick pic, and it's not just, like, a, a regular, like, selfie, so what do you call that? And so we came up with bathroom boudoir. <laughs> and you oftentimes see girls do bathroom boudoir. They, yeah. they take their they professional boudoir pictures in a tub or whatever. Yeah, it's beautiful pictures. Beautiful pictures of this from this boy. Oh, oh sweet man. boy. But yeah, that oh. was my that was my adventure <laughs> so this week. My favorite is we are on the phone. And <laughs> when I'm talking to Ivy on the phone, I typically have my headphones in because I, I'm like looking at my phone, you know, lots of times doing other things. So she sends this picture through. I'm on my headphones looking at the picture. I, I zoom in. <laughs> you're like his 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 ferret cage and stuff i'm asking her all these questions like what the heck is going on here what's with these cheekbones what's with the eyebrows that smirk oh man it was fantastic we're just giggling and i had forgotten that the picture was bigger (laughs) than it was so i like see that there's like this dark darkness on the periphery of the picture and so i just go to scroll over and it's Ivy's face. 
she was doing. I was trying to make sure that I got the picture in the frame of the laptop. It was so, so funny. I should have edited that picture down. I died. I died. It it still makes me laugh every time because I was so shocked. I had forgotten in the span because I was so obsessed with this picture. I had forgotten that it was a bigger picture that had come through to me and I had just died. Um, a mess, a disaster. I'll never share another picture with you again. No, no you need to because that was probably the funniest thing that had happened all week. I probably laughed. We laughed for a good we, hour. Yeah. And it just, the conversation just kept getting funnier and funnier as we were, as we were dissecting the picture and coming up with bathroom boudoir on this poor boy and his trying to impress you <laughs> with this picture. The hip hop. Oh, the, the hip hop like, was so great. Nope, that's mean. I'm not going to say it. It was just, it was, it was the cutest picture. It was the cutest He's picture. He's adorable. He cracks me up. But yeah. Woo, baby. Was that? Oh, it was cute. It was, it the was. The moral of the story is if it's somewhere between a selfie and a dick pic, <laughs> this is the new name for it. <laughs> and my mom's going to see it. <laughs> no, that would be the only one I ever share with you. Yeah. That's a lie. No. <laughs> My friends only now. <laughs> okay, fine. All right. Oh, you want to play some red flags versus deal breakers? Yeah, of course I do. Okay. I'm, I'm okay, pretty ready. excited about this. Yes. Let's go. Always works on the weekends. Always works on the weekends. That is neither a red flag or a deal breaker, but I wouldn't like it. <laughs> um, I mean... I don't know. I don't think it's a deal breaker for me. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe it is. Yeah, because I have the weekends off. And mm-hmm. so if you're working on the weekends, uh, we got a problem. Yeah. I, w- I, w- I especially wouldn't like it if you were like, I can't go with you to this place because I have to work in the morning. What are your hours on the weekends? Right. I mean, it's it's important. Yeah. You know, but if I'm dating a bartender who's working on the weekends, I'm probably going to see him anyway. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's probably a red flag for me. Mm-hmm. I need clarification before it's a deal breaker. Yeah. And I've dated guys who've had weird work hours mm-hmm. and we've made it work, but mm-hmm. every weekend, mm-hmm. what is it? Maybe one weekend a month? Yeah. Having a job though is very important. Yes. <laughs> Please, dear goodness, have yeah, a job. Have a job. Yeah. It's on my list. I'm so glad. Okay. <laughs> uh, Wow. Okay, has had sex with over 99 people. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I I mean, I don't... So here's my issue with this. Like, this question comes up amongst my friends all the time. Mm -hmm. Like, what is the number that you think is unacceptable for whoever you're with to have gone over? Mm -hmm. And I feel like... Luckily, some of my guy friends are getting a little bit smarter, but it's always a lower number for the girls and it can be a higher number for the guys Mm -hmm. and it's okay. Mm -hmm. But if I say, I don't want you to have sex with over 99 people, Mm -hmm. but over, okay, you were a hundred plus at this point. Mm -hmm. Like, do I believe that that's possible for a lot of my guy friends? Yeah. Yeah. They're hoes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Me too. (laughs) But I'm like, "Uh, mm, mm, mm." like. It's a weird, yeah. it's a weird question, and the number of people who get upset about the answer, yeah, is a weird thing. Yeah, I don't think that 
that I have a number, I probably would just want to know that you're clean and that you have been clean. Yeah. And that maybe if you did have some sort of venereal disease, <laughs> that it was something that was way in your past. Or I don't know. I don't know how I would feel if I knew, if I knew someone who had a venereal disease. Yeah, like I'm talking like chlamydia or something. What you got? Because if it's it's chlamydia and the clap are the same thing. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, so it it it. I don't think that there's a number. Like I don't think like if if my partner, especially, I mean, because I'm older, but if my partner was like, I've had sex with a whole lot of people, I'd be like, I just need to know that you're clean. You know. If anything, I think that would make me self conscious. Not me. <laughs> who, who are these women? <laughs> what are they doing for you? What have they done for you? Well, and I don't I I I am sure that a lot of the people I know are are well into the double digits. You know, it's not just like 10 or 15, it's probably like 50. But yeah, like who are all these people? <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to see the list. I don't need to see your little black book. But um and honestly, like, here's the thing. I don't care. As long as we're not going to run into them all the time, I don't really care. <laughs> yeah. 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 But also, I mean, maybe sometimes we are going to run into them if your number's that high. Yeah. I don't think that's a deal breaker. Yeah. A little bit concerning just because w- what's the premise here, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. And sometimes people just go through a phase where they have sex with a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's... You know what? Whatever you did. Yeah. This is what I say all the time. Yeah. Whatever you did before me, mm-hmm. as long as it's not going to impact me, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 it goes like both sexes have their hoe phases. You yeah. Know? And and it all depends on the person. And and you're right. There should not be a double standard about your number. Yeah. Either way. But yeah. I my, my guy friends always be like, what if she tells <clears throat> you it's 50? What if she tells you it's this number? And mm-hmm. then everybody's like, uh, mm, uh. yeah. As long as you're being safe, your number can be however high you want it to be. There's a whole movie about that. It's called What's Your Number? But uh-huh. it's about how there was a New York Times article or something like that mm-hmm. that said at at twenty at number 21, you have already met the person you were supposed to be with. And so she's like going through finding all of these guys again to see like where what they've been doing. Mm-hmm. And she's like refuses to sleep with the next one because he's number 21. <laughs> Does she find so, it? Who is it? Uh, it's Chris Evans, I think. What number was he? 21. Oh, he, oh, so he's the guy. No, no. You know what? She finds 21 and he's not who she wanted. But uh-huh. Chris Evans is. 22. Gotcha. Okay. And he's the one she wants to be whatever, with. Whatever the number Whatever is. number was. Yeah. But yes. <clears throat> and also if Chris Evans is an option, you always pick him. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, this one's a weird one for me. Okay. okay. Kisses their family members on the lips. That, not a deal breaker or a red flag. It's a, it's a red flag for me at least. Mm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> if not a deal breaker. <laughs> It's weird. It's weird for me, but that's because I'm not a big physical touch person. Mm-hmm. If that's how you express your love to your family members. Yeah. I just don't know that then I want to kiss you afterwards. Well, and in, <laughs> in, in, in some cultures, that's, that is absolutely the norm, you know, yeah. is that you, you kiss your family members on the lips and 
you know, it's not like a full tongue make out. No, I know. I know. I've seen like, mm-hmm. I've seen this. I've encountered this in the wild before, mm-hmm. but I'm just like, it, weird, it's weird. It mm-hmm. weirds me out. Mm-hmm. I can't get over it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Family does a turkey trot every Thanksgiving. Out. Really? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh. Oh, look, your family can do whatever you want. I'll right. be on the sidelines. Yeah, I'll be watching the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. <laughs> right now, if you want me to run it with you, you need to tell me in January because <laughs> I need to be prepping you that whole time that I will not. <laughs> and like, what time does your family sign up for? Because I've just recently learned that the turkey trot happens like several time slots throughout the morning. Mm-hmm. If you guys are like the six a.m. turkey trotters, it's still dark. Go without me. Yeah. I'll be back when yeah. you get back. I'll, I'll, I'll definitely. I'll I won't even have noticed. I'll mm-hmm. be asleep still. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Go. Come back. Do whatever yeah. you want. Yeah. <laughs> I'll maybe I'll start the turkey at home. <laughs> like I don't know how to make a turkey, but I could figure it out. <laughs> it's pretty easy. Um. But um. <clears throat> no. Yeah. Maybe if I. I mean, I usually like running. Hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. Post mirror selfies at least once a week. Hmm. <laughs> not boudoir pictures <laughs> maybe they are though <laughs> yeah because a mirror selfie i mean no I, that's not a deal breaker or a red flag <laughs> I, I i would think it was weird yeah. Like, I would be like, why? It's a quirky thing you do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> tell well, tell me what's up. Where are you up. posting it? Are they going to your Instagram? Are you trying to be Insta-famous mm-hmm. for your mirrors and selfies? Mm-hmm. 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 Or is it like a Snapchat thing that's mm-hmm. going to be gone in 12 hours? Or where are you posting these pictures? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's an important question. And what do you look like? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and, and is rock it, whatever you want to do. Are but. these like outfit of the day mirror selfies? Oh yeah, that's a good point. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just I need to know. I have more mm. context. I need more context. So okay, uses a flip phone. <laughs> I just had this conversation. Was Did it you? with you? No, no. Okay, um, <laughs> I would probably be like, no thanks. Really. <laughs> so <laughs> i miss i miss the flip phone i miss the theatrics of the flip wait a minute maybe it was me yeah weren't we talking about how yeah. you could just hang up and like yeah slam it down and then the old school phones you could plug out uh, like unplug the lines so yeah. they're gonna call you back yeah yeah we did talk about that yeah i don't think it'd be a deal i mean i would be like do you have some kind of connection to this flip phone still yeah. or like why do you still have this phone yeah my grandmother has a flip phone, so yeah. I have a friend. I have a friend who um, has a, a boyfriend who was recently released from prison. He was in prison for about a decade, and Holy. and and he's a mechanic. And when he when he came out of prison, you know, one of the first things that they did was they got him a cell phone, and he insisted on having a flip phone because that's what he had before he went away. <laughs> <laughs> and my girlfriend's showing him, you know, the wonders of the smartphone. And he's he's over here texting, you know, hitting the number five times till he gets to the... Hey, I was good at that. Yeah, no, right? And then finally, he was just like so frustrated by it that he went and got a smartphone. But he insisted, you know, and... Uh, the other day, Katie was looking for a new phone because she was getting a new iPhone. And um, 
so I was scrolling through with her to see what options were available. And there is a flip phone option that is still available yeah. through T-Mobile. Yeah. And it's like a dollar. <laughs> I will say grandma did finally get a smartphone. So they went to Germany for a couple of years and they came back. When they came back, the Razer phone was no longer a thing that was supported by oh, T-Mobile. Right. So she had to get a new phone. But she insisted on keeping the flip phone as the alarm clock. <laughs> <laughs> Now, but now she appreciates because she likes Instagram and she likes being able to do these things. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, oh, grandma, like you gotta move past the the flip phone. But it was so good. The BlackBerry Flip was good. The kickflip, my (laughs) the kickflip was great. I loved, loved, loved that phone. Yeah, loved that phone. I was devastated when it broke. And I remember I kept telling you to get it fixed. I'd be like, just go get it fixed. I need a new one. Just go get it fixed. Like, (laughs) I just want this phone back. I was obsessed with that phone. And I was like, you're going to have to move on. They're not making them anymore. And I was like, no, (laughs) I can't. Yeah. Um, Not that hot pink, the hot pink razor. But one that has come up with me this week is that, um, so obviously I posted that I was doing this birthday party for my brother Mm -hmm. and a lot of my guy friends were like so you're not gonna freak out if I play video games and I was like I've never understood when girls specifically get upset at their significant other for playing video games all the time right and I was like no like I don't I don't get it Mm -hmm. because if you're doing that, then I can sit and read a book. Right. Which is exactly what I did. Your yeah. dad and Uncle Kevin saved the world all the time. Yeah. And I would call, like, I would be at work. I'd be like, hey, what are you doing? Saving the world, which was code for, not code for. It meant they were playing Final Fantasy. <laughs> and <clears throat> so, uh, but but it was that exact thing. He got so much enjoyment from playing video games. And, um, you know, Uncle Kevin would come over. We would cook dinner we would make cookies and I would sit and read you guys would play they would play you know and I don't get it and I it's not a bad thing I like blew one of my guy friends minds so much that he then told me we are meant to be together (laughs) and I was like no we're not (laughs) and I but he was like what do you mean? Like you're, you're saying you're going to be fine with this forever. Like, I feel like at some point you're not going to be fine with this. And I was like, I really don't care. I'll tell you when I care. If the TV is in the room that I am in and I'm sleeping and you're playing a game that is so loud that then you're waking me up, then I'm going to care. Mm-hmm. But if you're out in the living room or you're doing whatever and you're playing your game and you're happy, I mm-hmm. don't care. Right. And also it means you leave me alone for a little bit. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. But like the amount of my guy friends who were like, really, 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 mm-hmm. Abby, you don't care? You don't care? And I was like, I don't care. I don't care. I grew up just sitting there watching. Yeah. And I'd be like, well, can I play? Yeah. <laughs> Is it my turn to play? Yeah. Spyro the dragon? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but like, it just, I'd never occurred to me to be bothered by that because we had them in our house my whole life. And so when people are like, you can't possibly be that cool with it. Like, that's going to be a deal breaker for you. And I'm like, no, it's really not. And obviously, it's not a deal breaker for any of your girlfriends because they've all let you do it. They just complain. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And I don't get the complaining either, you know. It doesn't make sense to me. No. And if you won't go do things with me because you're playing video games, that's different. Right. And if you're 
unwilling to stop the game to do something that that I'm I'm asking you to do or whatever that would be a whole different thing but I understand that you need to get to a safe point I under (laughs) you know what I mean yeah I get it you can't just immediately stop what you're doing but like can we wrap this up at a certain point and go do something yeah I don't want to be home with you all day long when we do nothing but you play video games but if you want to de-stress at the end of your day Mm -hmm. and play your game and do whatever and get online with your friends and talk all the crap that you want do whatever you want. I don't right. Care. Right. Yeah. But yeah, he was like, we're meant to be together. And I was like, <laughs> no, we are not. <laughs> and he was like, I mean, we had to have a whole discussion about this. He was like, what do you mean? And I was like, well, number one, number one on this list is you have to stop smoking pot. There you go. And he was like, why are you trying to change me? And I was like, see, <laughs> this is why. <laughs> This is why we will never be meant together. And that's not, I was like, that's not even the biggest thing, but that is one of the things. And that like, as soon as I said it, you said, don't change me. So yeah. Amongst a million other reasons. And when I said, there's a list of reasons, he was like, there, there's not a list. And I was like, there is a list. <laughs> Please don't make me tell this to you right now. Like you're not going to like it. And he was like, well, I have everything I want except for companionship. And I was like, find it from somebody else. It's not me. Like, we, this is not happening. Mm-hmm. I don't know why we have to keep beating this dead horse. But we do. Because he's loved you since he was 14. All the time we have to have this conversation. <laughs> and But last night it got real, real fast. And I was like, I don't really have time for this. Like, I'm playing video games with my brother. <laughs> <laughs> that is and awesome. that was the best segue that I could possibly have to get out of that conversation. That is. And I was like, I, I got to go. Yep, got to go. Sorry. <laughs> funny that was a good that was a good little round of red flags versus deal breakers yeah i know we're already at an hour and a half really yeah okay so we can just wrap it up with (laughs) some quick notes about reopening fort worth and what we're doing yeah so uh fort worth is slowly starting to open back up all of texas is slowly starting to open back up restaurants and stuff are able to open at like 25 percent capacity um parks and stuff have opened back up uh I think for the most part, people still are being very careful, even though these these places are open. Um, they're still being pretty careful about what they're doing, who they're going with. Um, Montgomery Plaza was packed the other night. Well, and making sure, too, that the businesses that they're supporting are actually taking good precautions, you know? Yeah. Um, and that you feel like, because our numbers haven't stopped rising i don't even think they've plateaued maybe they have plateaued but i don't know i don't listen to the numbers anymore yeah i i i'm like you i i want it would take over and i would freak the f out if i really paid very close attention so i just you know i do my things i go to the grocery store i work i i see a friend every once in a while and do do stuff but as things are opening back up i'm feeling a little like i'm feeling my way yeah back into it and um I just, I'm excited to be able to kind of do some things again. Lots of stuff still isn't open. Bars aren't open. Venues that we go to to listen to music, they're not open. Um, But some things are. So I would probably feel comfortable now going, you know, like for a walk on the Trinity. There was a little while at the beginning of all of this where everybody was out there. When it was the only thing to do, I wasn't really here for it. But Morgan and I just went the other night and walked and it was actually very nice. And Mm -hmm. people were on the rental bikes, which I haven't seen anybody doing in a while. But yeah. 
So we went for a little walk and it was nice. Yeah. And if you want to do one of the B bikes, I think that's a really good idea. Take your hand, not tennis and wait, what would you do to like kind of like sanitizing wipes or something and yeah, just wipe it down so. a little and then, you know, use your hand sand and feel Get free wet ones and just, yeah. Um, and then, uh, after this, I'm going to go to my girlfriend Andrea's house and we're going to go kayak, um, on a lake. I don't know what lake it is. She lives in Saginaw, so it's a lake that's out that way. Lake Worth. Oh, okay, Lake Worth. So, <laughs> and and she well, she posted a picture of her and, and her husband Dan um, kayaking last weekend, and and I've got friends who want to do a kayaking trip on a river. You know where you you go. It's like an overnight trip, and I have not kayaked since girls camp, <laughs> and so like I I want to do it. So I messaged her and I was like, hey, can you know, did you guys rent those kayaks? Like, could we go? Can you like show me how to do this again? Cause I would like to do this adventure, but I need to have some stability in a kayak. <laughs> so I need to figure it out. Um, and she, she let me know that they own them and she was like, we can go whenever you want. And so we were talking about doing something like Friday. I really needed just someone near me yeah it I didn't know. I talked to you it didn't work out for me but like I hit up Andrea I was like you want to go for a walk on the Trinity I hit up my friend Carrie you want to go for a walk on the Trinity like everybody was busy which is totally understandable but I had a little bit of an email down <laughs> it's okay I'm past it I feel better I was just feeling all out of sorts so today we're gonna go kayak and that should be fun yeah um I got an invitation to <laughs> because all the bars are closed but there's one particular bar that, that we go to a lot called The Chat, and they've got a patio, and people have taken their own, you know, beers or whatever to go beverage um, and sat on the, it's called The Chatio. They sat on The Chatio and, you know, or they're, they're doing a bike ride, and they stop there and rest or whatever. So <clears throat> a friend of mine, when we were talking uh, over the last couple of days, he was like, Hey, what are you doing on Monday? Let's go for a beer on the chatio. And I was like, Oh my gosh, this is great. He's all, you know, because they're picnic benches or whatever. So he can sit on one side at one end and I can sit on the other side at another end, but we can still like, you know, sit and talk and drink a beer, yeah, which will be fun. And then I've got my girlfriend, Mandy hand, who is in big heaven. She, um, has a nice, great front porch. It's big. And, uh, so, me and Anna have gone over there and sat on the porch and had a drink and uh, that was fun. Yeah. So as things are, uh, and like, those are my adventures out, like, you know, of course, zoom stuff, but like, how are we connecting as things are opening back up? And I think that the kayaking or walking on the Trinity and then you and Morgan were able to go to, um, we did boomer jacks mm -hmm. and we went on like what Thursday. So I really didn't think it was going to be, popular mm -hmm. but i will say magnolia or no not magnolia west seventh what's that place called montgomery plaza oh yeah was just packed like mm -hmm. on the patio areas at sushi axiom mm -hmm. full the bahama bucks full like and everybody was just kind of like i mean they were spread mm -hmm. but okay, so the the tables were separated yeah. and even when i walked into boomer jacks like i saw a lot of people were sitting outside the froyo place and mm -hmm. i was like nobody has froyo here mm -hmm. they're all just sitting at these tables but they were all sitting there waiting to go into boomer jacks so they were sitting talking and then they went in mm -hmm. and um but like when i went in there she was like okay what's your name how many people are there 
it's going to be 30 to 30 minutes to an hour. And mm-hmm. I was like, gross, but okay. But then like once we got inside, we were able to just sit and talk to each other and be in there the whole time. Because mm-hmm. today at brunch, Nick told me that he went to Pluckers mm-hmm. in Dallas and they took his temperature. They made him wear the mask when he was waiting. Mm-hmm. And then once they were sat, they told them you have 45 minutes to eat your food and then you got to go. Oh, wow. And I guess they didn't actually enforce that, but mm-hmm. they said it. And I was like, what? He's like, so did they take your temperature at Boomer Jacks? And I was like, no. They didn't make me wear a mask either, but mm-hmm. it, they had it so separated. It was a weird pattern that they had with mm-hmm. like X's on tables that you couldn't use. Mm-hmm. But um, but they had it so separated that they weren't worried about that part. Like the mm-hmm. staff all had masks on, but mm-hmm. they weren't trying to say like if. And that was the first time I've gone to eat at a restaurant because I haven't done that. Mm-hmm. And so it was interesting to yeah. see it and mm-hmm. then to hear his perspective of going to a restaurant. Because he's like, have you gone to eat at a restaurant lately? And I was like, well, I went here and this mm-hmm. is what happened. The wait was long, but nobody seemed to complain about the wait. Like mm-hmm. everybody was just like, okay, we'll go wait in our cars or we'll wait outside or we'll do whatever. Because mm-hmm. if you're going to go out, there's going to be a wait just so that they can have the space between people. Yeah. Yeah. And they're able to sanitize and do all the things that they need to do too. Yeah. But we stayed until like almost midnight. Oh, wow. Boomer Jacks, which wow. I didn't even know they were open that late. Yeah. <laughs> But it was fun, and we just sat there and talked to each other and Mm -hmm. had a good time. Yeah. And I was uh, in my group chat. I was telling them about going to sit on the chatio tomorrow, and Joe was like, you know, our parents and grandparents, like, did these things where they had to do stuff for years. He's like, you can handle six months without people. And I was like, I mean, I can. I will go bonkers. But... You know, and I, I guess it also really does depend on like my own comfort level. If I know what you've been doing basically, or you're mindful of me, like, like this guy that's like, Hey, let's do this at the chatio tomorrow. He's like, you know, you sit here and I sit here and, you know, we'll, we'll just be able to sit and chat for a little while. Um, but being very respectful of, my want to keep a distance, you know? Yeah. And so I, uh, I think it, you know, I don't know how comfortable I would be going to a restaurant quite yet. You know, like, I don't know, but it sounds like they're taking good precautions. They've got, you know, this, this, the spacing, like they need it. And so, you know, hopefully. I'll say one super fun thing that we've been doing at Mm -hmm. lunch break is we've been ordering our food Mm -hmm. and then we put all the seats down in the back of Ashley's. She has a like Dodge SUV. Mm -hmm. Can't remember what it's called right now, but big one. It's a big one. So we lay all the seats down and then we have like a picnic in the back of her car. See, that's And it's just like that we're not in the restaurant. Right. And we're, you know, Mm because. First of all, the number of people ordering lunch these days is insane. Mm-hmm. So trying for us to go on our one hour lunch break to go get food mm-hmm. at the same time everybody is getting food is yeah crazy. And then because the restaurants are only letting so many people, they're, they can only fulfill so many orders at a time. So it's just like right. the longest wait. So we have to start thinking about lunch at like 1030 because mm-hmm. we're like, okay, what are we going to do? And you know, all this stuff. But yeah, it's been super fun. And then we just relax the whole hour because we're sitting there and, excuse me, talking to each other and mm-hmm. doing all these things. And yeah. 
normally we'd be at a restaurant and we'd be waiting for our food and we'd be d- and yeah. doing everything else that we do when we go out to eat. So mm-hmm. then to just sit there and kind of just hang out with each other mm-hmm. has been fun to do. Yeah. And I, I like the idea, like what we did last week or two weeks ago before the show where I went and picked up brunch and we had it here before we did. I, I love that idea. Mm-hmm. It's It was fun. It yeah. was good. And, and One day we sat in the parking lot, like on the concrete of the parking lot and just mm-hmm. sat in the sun and yeah, it's getting a little toasty for that. So that's why we moved to the back of the car. But it, it was fun to sit outside and just mm-hmm. talk to each other. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's a, it's, you know, it's weird to make changes, but yeah. I think it's fine. And yeah, I have some friends who are like, who cares and do whatever you want. And I have mm-hmm. some friends who are like, I'm not leaving the house for anything. Yeah. And I have some friends who are in the middle. Yeah. So, and I, I've one person I ran into who was like, we haven't socially distanced at all during this whole thing. And I was like, like it threw me for a loop. I was like, whoa. Yeah. Um, and I don't even have like anybody close to me who's who's very high risk but I still don't think I would have been like that blase about it yeah so but you know and then I've got the friends who are unable because they're frontline workers they have to be out there you know I am really lucky that I have the luxury of of picking and choosing where I go Mm -hmm. which is is good but yeah opening back up Texas I think is I think they're doing a good job with it but I think too that you know, a lot of my friends who I know are, are taking their own, you know, like personal, they're doing what they want to do. And a lot of the businesses are, are going to continue with the options of the curbside pickup of the, the things, even if they start opening up their stuff, they'll keep those for folks who are like, oh, I don't want to, you know, yeah. I want your food, but I don't want to, you know, do whatever. Yeah. So I think it'll be, I think it'll be. Good. And I, that is the part I, is that, you know, like we, we can all choose what, what we want to do, how, how much we want to expose ourselves to other people right now. Yeah. So it's good. Yeah. We have, I have some vocal Facebook friends Mm -hmm. about not doing things. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, okay, so then I'm not going to admit to you that I went and got a pedicure and my eyebrows done (laughs) because I did do that. But so did I. Um, because I'm just like, oh my gosh, like I get it. It was a frivolous thing that I yeah. wanted done, but yeah. I wanted it done so bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, and uh, my girlfriend Anna, uh, yoga studios opening up. I don't, I don't know if all yoga studios are opening up, but this one that she goes to in particular is opening tomorrow, and you know, smaller classes, all that kind of stuff. So she signed up as soon as she could. Mm-hmm. Whereas I might be like, oh, I don't know if a yoga studio is where I want to go right now. But, you know, it, it is all your comfort level. It depends on, you know, how you're feeling and what yeah. you're, you're going to do. Well, and when I went to European Wax Center, they called me two days before my appointment, did all the screening. When I got there, they took my temperature. When mm-hmm. I, Then they told me I had to wear a mask. If I didn't wear a mask, then I had to reschedule. Mm-hmm. And they had it so sp- – like, usually I see – one or two other people when I'm in there besides the Mm -hmm. girls working the front desk Mm -hmm. like waiting for their next person and they said go wait in your car well mine I got there close enough to my appointment so they just like hang out right here but I saw another girl walk out like with the pager in her hand and she was there like we'll call you when Mm -hmm. it's ready yeah and so I mean I have a girl yeah that was a frivolous (laughs) to some people necessary for me thing to do but 
I, I think. I have a girlfriend who went to go get Botox in the it's, past I don't know how I would do Botox, but so, frivolous but, to some and necessary to her. So, but she went and, you know, all sorts of safety precautions were in place. Um, but one of the things that upset her was that, you know, you have to wear a mask, you have to do this stuff. So they're like, okay, well, where do you want your Botox? And she was, you know, like right here by her, like laugh lines, you know, or smile lines mm-hmm. uh, by her mouth, not not the laugh lines like at your eyeballs. Um, and they were like, oh, we can only do stuff that's above the mask right now. Oh, why didn't they say that before she got there? Right. So she was pretty upset. She was like, okay, well, I guess I'll just reschedule this and, and she, she'll go back. But, oh, my gosh. And I just found out recently that um, – there is a, uh, um, like gynecologist who, um, because OBGYNs can be your primary care doctors, uh-huh. so they can do Botox for like migraines and stuff. <laughs> so I have a girlfriend who goes and sees her gynecologist to get her Botox done. I was like, that is brilliant. That I was, is not that all out in one visit. <laughs> I was like, man, can they, you know, like, can they code that so my HSA can pay for it? Botox for a migraine? Yes. Yes. Yeah. No, that's Botox a- <laughs> for cosmetic reasons. Probably no. not. <laughs> but I was like, I was cracking up. I was like, I don't know. That's brilliant. I mean, a lot of people say that works, but I don't know. The Botox for the migraines? Yeah. Yeah. I guess I would just need to do more research about it. Yeah. Yeah. The point is that it freezes those muscles up Uh so they don't tense. Yeah. you don't get, oh, see, my migraines are not tension migraines. Right. And and, uh, I have a a friend who, um, he suffers from hyperhidrosis and they'll do Botox injections under his arms to help. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But, you know, I'm like, dude, you're supposed to sweat. You're not to a certain degree, though. Yeah. Excessive sweating. Yeah. Deal breaker. Really? <laughs> Excessive sweating? Excessive sweating is a deal breaker for me. Well, okay. We can't be sitting next to each other and you are dripping onto me. Yeah. I mean, that's true. Not even dripping. Slightly perspiring. And what do we, do <laughs> we have need to, to... You have to damp your face. Do we need to turn the air conditioner down? Like, what do you need? Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he doesn't ever look like he's sweating. He just like, you know, his pits will be. How do you feel yeah, about that? Yeah, I mean, that, that's different, I yeah. guess. Pit, pit sweat. sweat during the day yeah, freaks me out. Really? If you haven't been working out, and also there's something about like a dress shirt with like sweat stains on it that yeah. I'm just like, I can't get past. Oh, Not yeah. Not a deal breaker. I, I will focus. But like a weird. I will focus on I'll it. I'll be like. Yeah. What did you do? Did you run a mile in your yeah. dress clothes? Like what <laughs> happened here? Yeah. So but I, I mean, I do at work if I'm like. I definitely do not wear antiperspirant, but I will wear a deodorant. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and it's like patchouli oil, so you know. <laughs> you just say hippie stuff all the time. Anyways. Anyway, do we have any more topics and things? I don't think so. I think that wraps up this episode. Wow. Episode number ten. 10. Yeah. I need to go finish downloading some video games. We promised two more, but I think we'll probably keep going because I'm having fun. And I have a lot of people I want to have come on the show. Yeah, that I'm excited for. Mm-hmm. Reopening means that we can have guests on the show mm-hmm. soon. Mm-hmm. If I can accept you into my home. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> we'll be having a board meeting about this. Right. Um, if you pass the screening of whether or not I would let you come to my house under normal circumstances, maybe you can come now. <laughs> and if we don't feel comfortable, we'll go back to the to the bungalow. <laughs> we'll have you meet us there. Right. But don't, I mean, it would be the bungalow if there's more than just two people. Let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that that's, that's good for this week. So we'll awesome. see you. You guys can hear us in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Love you. Mean it.